This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hi everyone, welcome back and happy Monday. Guys, this is going to be such an amazing week and we have so many hot topics to go over today with you. Obviously, it's not uh, an amazing week for Shanna Bador and we're going to get to that in a second. But as far as the Bravo schedule, we have Southern Charm, we have the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, Real Housewives of Orange County. Jason and Josh will be back tomorrow for Anchor Watch at 11 p.m. Eastern. It's a lot. So before we get right into it, go ahead, smash that like button, show some love, and let's welcome Jason. Hey. Hi. Okay. What are you doing? I am using my Blue Mean. This thing is amazing. Okay, so guys, I wanted to take an opportunity. I know we don't do sponsorships on this channel. In fact, we usually say no to a lot because we don't believe in them. I have been using this for two weeks, this thing. It is so amazing. All right, because everyone asks us what we do with our skincare routine. So this is just an added feature we've added lately called Blue Mean. I'm sure you've seen it around a little bit on YouTube because they're trying to do a big push right now. It's actually kind of amazing. It uses microcurrents to tighten and tone and thin out your skin. And there's different like settings. Like this is the green setting, but you can change it to the red. And I think that's for like the double chin thing. I've Ooh. been using this for like two weeks. It's freaking amazing. I really love it. So we put you a link below. And the first 100 people... Uh, who clicked that link can get $70 off this bad baby. And using it before bed or in the morning after a night out, this thing has really saved my life. Seriously. You know what I it's want amazing. to say before we get into the hot topics is I love when a company yeah. will do a sponsorship <laughs> and say, hey, listen, if this product doesn't work for you, then you get 100% of your money back. That yeah. is when I know that it's a good product. Because if you're trying to Absolutely. sell me on something and then you're like, oh, but no returns, I'm like... Mm. I don't think so, honey. Uh, I don't think so, honey. No, this yeah. thing is actually amazing because we said we would try it and we said that if we liked it, we would promote it. I'm promoting it because this now goes in my little, you know, we're traveling right now. We're we're in a vac our vacation home and um, it's really, it's nice. It's yeah. really nice. You can do different things with it. So, yeah. Well, spe speaking of homes, Jason... I know this morning we woke up, guys, and I just wanted to say hi to everybody in the room. Hello, everyone. Thank you for watching, listening, wherever you're listening from. And go ahead and even let us know. But I was wondering what Monday was going to look like. Because if you guys don't know, Mondays and Fridays are usually slow story days. And I always know that going into it. But today, when I'm sitting here trying to collect, what are we talking about for Hot Messy Topics? Boom. <laughs> It goes viral. It is everywhere. Shannon Bedore from the Real Housewives of Orange County has been arrested. Now, I want to explain this because I don't think that this is something that's funny. I don't think that this is something that's... I One, can, do you know the story yet, Jason? Or should I explain I it? I do. I'm, I was just looking because I just got back and I knew we were going into hot, messy topics. And I was like, what the hell happened with Shannon? So apparently, allegedly, what happened, I mean, allegedly, it's probably proof is in the pudding. She ran into a house, drunk, got out, backed out of the house, parked, and then pretended to walk her dog like that was a good idea. Am I missing something in this story or am I hitting it pretty spot on? No, you're hitting it pretty spot on. So that's what sources ended up telling TMZ that Shannon 
clipped a house. She hit a house in Newport Beach. And when she did, she ended up backing out and parking her car on the side of the road. She got her dog, allegedly, out of the car, Archie. We know Archie because we watch him on the show. She got Archie out of the car and she started walking him. And someone, either being the house owner or one of the neighbors, ended up calling the police because, well... They either witnessed it or heard it. And I'm sure they wanted to check and see if the people in the house were okay and if the driver was okay. So when the police showed up and they saw her walking her dog, they could apparently tell right out of the gate that she was clearly intoxicated. And, you know, I want to give a big shout out to someone who is constantly on our channel, who I think that she does an amazing job, Kim from Bravo Breaking News, because she posted this. And it's wild. One of the things about Bravo is... It's wild when the episodes air and you get moments like this. And then right after something happens, like it's so just like in tune and sync with what is going on in the Bravo world. And if you guys don't remember in her confessional, Gina said, you need to go check yourself into rehab. And then when you do and you get the I'm sorry step, I'll be waiting for that apology. Shannon was sharing this season with Jennifer Pedranti. The fact that Gina got her DUI four years ago. When she did, it was one of the lowest points of Gina's life. She was also in a domestic abuse, domestic violence situation. And she made a mistake. When she made the mistake, the police were going to come arrest her and book her into jail. But she called Shannon Bedore and Shannon connected her with an attorney. And that attorney was able to stop the police from showing up to her house and putting her in jail. Now, I hope that this wasn't a you get one favor from me, Shannon, because now Shannon's going to need a lot of favors herself. But if you aren't familiar, both of these things, the DUI and the second one is considered a hit and run. These are considered misdemeanors. I don't know if the hit and run is a standard misdemeanor or an aggravated misdemeanor, but I do know the DUI is an aggravated misdemeanor. So what that means is in the state of California, that is punishable by up to 365 days in prison or jail, because that would be jail. Prison is a year and a day. But for both of them, it's punishable up to 365 days apiece and up to anywhere from $1,000 to $10,000 in fines. Now, if I'm guessing, I'm probably going to say that I feel like Shannon, since she hasn't, not to my knowledge, been arrested before, I feel like what's going to happen here is they're going to have her complete what's called a diversion program. And then they're also going to put her into a rehabilitation program to get the alcohol under control, the drinking under control, which has been a very hot topic for the cast this season because Shannon kept telling the cast about situations with her boyfriend, ex-boyfriend, John Jansen, and other situations that were going on at home. But she's been accused for multiple seasons of hitting the sauce after the cameras are down into the late night until 12, 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. She's been accused by Tamara Judge, Heather Debro, Emily Simpson, Gina Kay, Kelly Dodd. Multiple people have accused her of calling after having a couple of drinks and not remember what she said. So... I mean, unfortunately, sometimes it takes a situation like this to kind of enlighten the person because, you know, these things have consequences. And I really I sometimes it's an eye opener and hopefully this will be an eye opener to her. Thankfully, and thank God, no one was hurt. You know, it was just some damage and stuff. But she's very, very lucky. And hopefully this will be an eye opening experience. Um I think too, you know, housewives, especially Orange County in general, they they celebrate a lot of the drinking and a lot of drinking is part of their storylines. A lot of drinking is part of the show and many Bravo shows as we see. And it's gotten a little bit irresponsible. And in, in my opinion, when I'm watching the shows, I'm, this is a little irresponsible. This is a lot of shots. This is a lot of margaritas. And then we do it again the next day. And then we do it again the next day. And that's just a recipe for disaster at the end of the day, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, and I'm seeing where a lot of people are saying this is going to be a lengthy process. This doesn't get solved overnight. And that's 
true. You have to go through the whole, the court isn't going to say, okay, well, you can hand us $50,000 and guess what? We're going to slap you on the wrist. It's going to be a lengthy process where she's going to have to go through it. And it kind of reminds me, it's a little reminiscent of, I had a best friend growing up and his parents ended up getting a divorce and his dad felt like he was losing everything and his dad started going to bars. Well, when his dad started going to bars, he ended up leaving one night because the bar was only a mile away from his house and he thought he could drive home from that bar and he got a DUI. He ended up having to do time and all of these other things. But his, if you ask him today, he'll tell you it was one of the lowest points in my life. I lost my son and my other kids. And also I was going through a divorce And for Shannon, her daughters just moved out. I'm not giving excuses to anyone. Her daughters just moved out and went to college. And her boyfriend just left her after they wrapped filming for The Real Housewives of Orange County Season 17. Shannon Bedore has been very clear on the show about her body reflects what she's going through at the time. And she said that right now, before Watch What Happens Live, where she looked amazing, she said she wasn't feeling too great. And her body was reflecting that because of everything that was happening in her life. Her kids were moving out. Her her boyfriend left her. And she said that she has abandonment issues. So I'm wondering if this was a situation where she masked what was going on with the alcohol. But if you guys remember back to when Shannon first started on the show, she bonded with Tamara and Vicky over drinking. They all bonded over this. It, I mean, for me, it seems like it's a coping mechanism. It's a coping mechanism for what's going on in her life and her body. And like you said, it's a reflection. So... Maybe when we see Shannon, you know, gain a little weight, it's because of the coping mechanism of drinking. Right. And, you know, I think it's not fair to comment on... And the only reason I brought this up was because Shannon talked about it or else I would never comment on somebody's weight. I think it's so mean to do that to people because sometimes people lose a lot of weight because they're unhealthy or they gain a lot of weight because something is unhealthy and you don't know what someone is specifically going through. But in this instance... Shannon, and I hate to say she is lucky because I'm sure she feels everything but right now, but I'm seeing comments on a lot of these articles and even in live chats saying, you know, they people had friends or family who passed away by getting struck by a drunk driver. And yeah. she is, this really could have been terrible. It could have been bad. Yeah, that, been absolutely. Terrible. It could have been bad. But at, at some point, it's like, you know, you have to deal with that situation at, at that age and you know, not, and not like age is a thing, but you do learn as you grow wisdom when you grow with age. Right. And you've been on this show for so long, you know, what, what comes with being on the show. So maybe it's even Shannon kind of asking herself, do I need a break from these situations I'm in? Do I need a break from everything? Or do you think she's going to take responsibility or kind of not completely, you know, make an excuse of, well, you know, this happened in my life. So that's why this happened. Because as you get older, those excuses don't work anymore. You know, they have heavy consequences. I think what's going to happen here is that this is going to be, she is going to do her best to show the court. I think her attorney is going to instruct her right now before anybody court orders you into a program, get your ass into a program. You need to go to rehab. You need to show because if the homeowner decides to press charges, which I'm sure they will, right? They're not I going would. To, <laughs> so, I mean, I, listen, if you drunk drove into my house, I would press charges too, because somebody has got to fix my house. This would be, you know, like, and she is famous on a TV show where last week's episode, they were in Mexico falling all over each other, taking tequila shots and the, you know, accidentally almost catching the hotel room on fire. So whoever's house it was that was clipped by Shannon Bedore, their attorney is going to bring sort of a compilation of different scenes and videos from the Real Housewives of Orange County showcasing that this is a behavioral problem and that there is a pattern here. And they already win because over her time on the show, if you put together a compilation video of Shannon drinking or losing her cool, you can have a 10 to 20, you can have two episodes out of it. I know. I know that that's really unfortunate, but it's, it's just part, 
it's part of the, like, you know, I've seen even people in the chat, it's part of the consequence, right? It's, that's what happened. Actions have reactions, actions have consequences. So choose wisely, but thank God, you know, thank God for her that she's safe. The dog is safe. The, the house, the people who were in the house or were not in the house, whatever, were safe, um, that no one got hurt because we've seen so many times, even, you know, we've had friends who have been in situations or family members who have been in situations where it's just been kind of like really, um, scary. You know, right. And, you know, there was another point too where state and local can still even press charges, even if the homeowner does not want to press charges. And what they're going to ask her in court too, which this would be an Emily question because Emily was a prosecutor and we love us some Emily D. Baker, right? They will ask her in court, why'd you, why did you hit the house and run? What if that was a person? Would you hit and run? No, of course I wouldn't hit and run. How do we know? You just did it. You just literally hit a house where you don't know who was on the other side of that wall. How do you know? How do we know that you wouldn't hit a person and try to run so you wouldn't have to serve jail time? And had you have gotten away with it, what would the next step have been the next morning? All of these questions will be asked in court where they will want to know had you walked away and you parked your car and you got out and you called an Uber and you left the scene and say the next morning, nobody ever caught you, would you have been okay or would you have reported it? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Crazy. Crazy. Okay. Well, Shannon, we need to move on because since we're talking about... Yes, we need to move on. 15 minutes on Shannon Bedore's habits and, and consequences of her habits are... Yes. Too long. It's a little too long. I'm in a place, since we're talking about Shannon Bedore, you guys know that Shannon Bedore, Vicky Gumbelson, and Tamara Judge, the Tres Amigas, were recently on Watch What Happens Live, and they played a game of Would You Ban This Person? Because Vicky Gumbelson banned Teddy Mellencamp from their Tres Amigas live show. And he asked her why, and she's like, I don't like her. So Vicky was just being honest. She said, I don't like Teddy Mellencamp. Well... After they were asked, would you ban Kelly Dodd? Vicky said no. And Tamara and Shannon kind of in unison said, yes, absolutely. Kelly Dodd has been mentioned almost every time one of these three have been brought on to watch what happens live. I don't know if that's uh, Bravo saying F you Kelly Dodd or if that's them trying to keep her name alive and relevant and waiting for all of the stuff to die down with the reason that she was taken off the show. And maybe they want to reintroduce her back into the show once Heather Dubrow leaves and they might give Heather Dubrow a spot on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because they will never give Kelly Dodd a shot back on the show while Heather Dubrow is on the show. It just will not happen. They would have to pick and choose. But Kelly did react and I'm going to play that video. Thank you to Taste of Reality on Instagram. Here it goes. Someone, which what happens live. And last year, by the way, uh, they asked Shannon, who's more thirsty, Kelly or Tamara? And she hated Tamara, hated her, but now she's back on. So she needs the money. Yeah, she's uh, full of shit and she's fake as fuck. Okay. Shannon Bador will do anything for money. She's a waste. Okay. And she said, Tamara, she's more thirsty. Now Tamara's back on. And now all of a sudden I'm out. Shannon, you're so full of crap. It's disgusting. Someone, I like how she goes from full of shit to fake as, and then being like, "You're so full of crap." It's like <laughs> every other word. Why <laughs> with that? Yeah. Why no, I don't know. I don't know if it's that. I think that you, what you have to remember with these three ladies in particular, Vicky, uh, Tamara, and Shannon, all had real, real friendships outside of the show, real close friendships with Kelly outside of the show. So. And also, when we were uh, there, which was, I think, this time last year, we were in OC doing an interview with Rick and Kelly. Uh, Tamara was calling all the time, and they were like best friends. The moment that Tamara got her orange back, she stopped talking to Kelly. So right. it's just very interesting. I don't know if it, I think it's a real 
I think there are real feelings there. Well, I don't think definitely, it's definitely there's real feelings name. and a lot of hurt. And you know, I've said this story a couple of times, but when we were there, Jason and I at the time were under contract on a home. And when when we were under contract, it was a home where the home was in pre-construction. So it was one of those neighborhoods where you kind of pick your model, whatever, and you have different, there's different options for different things. And I saw Kelly and Rick's kitchen and I said, I love this kitchen. And they said, well, what are you guys thinking that you're doing with yours? And I explained what the kitchen would look like. And Kelly said, oh my gosh, that reminds me of Shannon's kitchen. Shannon just lives right up the road. Here, I'll call her and let's just take it. Do you want to take a drive up there? And we we're like, no, well, we're going to go. You know, and she did try to call. She tried to call Shannon. Shannon didn't pick up in that moment or Shannon wasn't home, something like that. And then I felt like such an asshole because at BravoCon, I walked up to her and I tried saying, hi, I wanted to introduce myself. I was going to come to your house with Kelly and we were going to see your kitchen. And she goes, what? And I didn't realize that they were already fighting again. I cannot keep up oh with my the real God, you can't keep up. No, but that's the thing is, that's the real part of it. You know, everyone has their 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 little tiffs within the group and those real friendships. And I think that's more of what we want to see. You know, we don't want to bring in another Noella. We don't want to bring in, you know, another Emily and Gina who are actually like doing really well this season. I, oh. I really enjoy watching OC this season, but you have those relevant relationships and yeah i I mean i I would love to see it you know because kelly is one of those people who not everyone likes her you know and she's okay with that so to bring her back on the show i think it would be a big mix i really think heather doesn't belong on on oc anymore i think she's kind of outgrown those other ladies and and maybe this is an opportunity to do something like that uh i don't know how well received kelly would be coming back to the show but can it's, I just say really quick? Well, she'll be received no matter what people watch because they'll hate she'll be received or, they'll, <laughs> yeah. or they will like watch her. But I'm not trying to get anybody fired, but the casting department kind of sucks at Bravo. And I feel like I could do such a better job. I mean, I'm just saying like I could do this. Listen, when we help out what you Gina wish for, because they're going to be, they're going to, they're going to tell you like, okay, I, go for it, Adam. Let's see. I'm just going to say, like, when we helped out with Sheena's show and did all of that, me and you, it was on our time off and we were in the pool for 30 minutes and we were writing the show. Like, so on our time off, I'm not trying to give myself a pat on the back. I can cast your shows. And let me tell you exactly what you need to do, Bravo, for the Real Housewives of Orange County. Here we go. Heather okay. Dubrow needs to move over to the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. She has the lifestyle, she has the money, and she doesn't fit in with this cast because she is too opulent and too over the top. And she, she would so in. fit in. Yeah, she yes. would so fit in Beverly Hills. I think everyone has come to that conclusion that that would be a great move. I don't ever want to see somebody fired, but Taylor Armstrong has got to go. She doesn't offer anything. I don't think that she's entertaining. I don't think that she's yeah. interesting with this cast. I think that she's got to go and move Heather Dubrow over. Now, who I think should stay? Jennifer Padronti, Shannon Bedore, Gina Kay, Emily Simpson, Tamara Judge. Bring back Vicky so we have the Tres Amigas, but then add in Kelly Dodd because the Tres Amigas are going to, unfortunately, they are going to take over the cast and they're going to bully their way through. And it's going to be them versus everybody. And that's what's going to, it's, it's going to be the Tres Amigas show. And Jennifer Padronti, Gina and Emily, they're great but they don't have what it takes to go up against those three together. They would kind of stand down and be confessional warriors. Whereas if you brought Kelly Dodd in, Kelly Dodd will not back down from Vicky, will not back down. And she's friends with Vicky right now, but she won't back down from Tamara and she for damn sure will not back down from Shannon. And especially after the DUI, I hate to say it, but I'm sure that will be weaponized against Shannon next season after everything that Shannon has said about Gina's DUI and laughing about how she loves to tell the story. And this has just been something that came back to bite her in the ass. But that is the cast that Bravo needs to do. I hope you guys are listening. I know that they're listening. So there you go. This is the cast. That's it. Wow. I mean, I don't know if it would happen. I don't know what the relationship status is with NBC Universal and Kelly Dodd. Um, I think that she's in a much better place, a different place with Rick and stuff. I think I would I would like to see that, but not and everyone wants to see that. Rick is great TV. He is great. Rick- t- he actually is, he would be really great TV. I think he'd fit in very well with that group. The group of, of husbands, the group of ladies. 
He's not afraid to... He won't back down from anybody. Hell like, no. He's very intimidating when you first meet him because it's him and his wife and their family against the world, right? So if you mess with them, he's a shield. But if you don't and you just want to have fun and he he's trusting of that and he's opening up, he is so much fun. And then together, they're a hoot. So I'm telling you, this is what the cast needs to be, whether you like them or not. I feel like everybody deserves a second chance over here. And I think that sometimes... I mean, I know, I know I'm going to get negative comments and positive comments, but with well, that, Jason... Is, is, Adam, not everyone likes everyone on the show. I right. don't like the entire cast of Beverly Hills. I can tell you that right now. I don't like the entire cast of, of Atlanta. I don't like the entire cast of New York. You know, so I think it's, it, it's okay to have the other side. You know, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And also I saw one of the comments where someone said, yes, adding Kelly, Kelly is no worse than the rest of them. And Kelly is friends with Vicky and does not back down. That's what you need. You cannot have three key figures like the Trice Amigas who will bulldoze their way over the rest of the cast. And if you bring in a newbie, somebody who we don't know, who doesn't know the game just yet and tries to come in like Monica Garcia on The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, where it seems like she took notes from Jen Shaw, then it's going to read like that. And then they, this newbie, whoever this person is, will automatically be dismissed because the other ladies are like, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't have a relationship with production. Shut up. You know? Yeah, I feel it. Okay. I feel you. I feel well... You. Moving on, I wanted to bring up another situation really quick because Jason has two tangents to go on. But before we get there, <laughs> I, I don't have tangents. I'm just I, I'm I'm actually a little disappointed in some of the things that that I heard because I used to be on someone's side. Um, but I, I'm, go ahead, your show. You you bring that in if you want. Okay. Okay, I'll bring it in. Um, I'm just going to keep this really quick and cute. So you guys remember Kim Zolciak and Corey Bierman's Georgia Oof. mansion. Well, the mansion is about $3 million. And now recently, we got an update. Thank you, everyone, for constantly keeping me up on my vocab and when I pronounce things wrong. And sometimes it's a little bit of the twang that gets in there. And sometimes I'm just ignorant. So it's an ad litem. Well, apparently, yes. what happened is... Croy has been trying to, after getting their house out of foreclosure earlier this year, Croy has been trying to sell things in order to keep the house out of foreclosure. If you guys aren't familiar with this process, this is how it works. Once the house goes into foreclosure and you get the house out of foreclosure, you have to stay up on at least three months of payments to keep the house out of foreclosure. And then after that, what they do is they roll the rest of the debt into the mortgage and then you get a new mortgage payment. Well, from what we're hearing, they weren't able to stay up with all three payments. So now the house has gone back into pre-foreclosure and is set to go on the market by the bank on November 7th. But before then, there is a court date on September 27th where Croy is trying to go around Kim Zolciak with his attorney and ask the court, please give me the permission to sell this house. This will solve a lot of our debt issues. And right now she's out here selling all of her designer goods and all of these things. And she's not giving me any money towards the mortgage or our debts. She's in Colombia right now filming MTV Surreal Life. And his attorney is pretty confident that she's even going to take that money, open up a business LLC, put that money in the LLC so it counts as a business and it doesn't count as marital property. Because once you file for divorce, any businesses or anything that you file or start to create after, especially in the state of Georgia, those businesses are not a part of your divorce. So this would be a genius play on Kim Zolciak unless Croy's attorney can stop it. Speaking of the ad litem, thank you. There has been a new woman appointed by the court. Her name is Diane Woods. Now, Diane Woods is going to step in and she's going to observe Croy and Kim as parents and see if what Croy is saying is absolutely true, where she is creating this allegedly toxic environment, where she is verbally abusive in front of the children, where she is losing her cool. And this guardian is going to take all of this information back to the court and present it to a judge and say what she thinks is the best fit for the kids. But from what we're hearing, Kim Zolciak's plan right now is to get back onto the Real Housewives of Atlanta because why not? Now, she doesn't have Croy stopping her from going on these girls' trips. She will be back in the dating pool. 
everybody has watched her kids grow up, so they will get to see the kids. It's like how the people are invested in Teresa Judice's daughters, especially Gia. And it would make sense if Bravo, in fact, wanted her back. But Corey is saying no, because she is going to use our children and create a toxic environment and put out this false narrative that is only good for her and beneficial for her to keep herself relevant and keep money flowing in her pockets at the expense of our children's mental well-being. You know, when this all started, I, I was like, you know what? Wow. Now is an opportune time. Let's bring Portia back. Let's bring Kim back. And the more and more this drags on and the back and forth that just drags on with Kim and Croy, it makes me not even care. Like, I'm so done. I, I, every time it pops up, I'm just like, wow. It's, it's just toxic. It just and keeps, it keeps going and it, it just keeps, keeps going. going and it's, 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 toxicity and not the fun way that we want to see housewives you know we don't want to see the the fraud things with erica and jen and and stuff like that we want to get back to housewives and if she's were to come back to the real housewives of atlanta and bring a whole bunch of toxicity back into let's say like portia comes back maybe we have a few new cast members i don't know if it would be the right move on, on bravo's part i don't even know if they would want her back they need to, unfortunately, let me get back into my casting situation here for you guys. Oh gosh, here we go. Okay. So we <laughs> up and Adam casting. Keep, yes, up and Adam casting. So Candy Burris is not going anywhere because she has too big of a fan base that supports the show. And that adds to numbers and also ad revenue for the and network and the streaming service. Been renewed. Yep. And her spinoff has been renewed. So Candy Burris is staying. Kenya Moore, I believe she'll stay. Even though she did that interview with Carlos King, she is reality TV gold. Marlo Hampton is not going anywhere. And She by Sheree is not going anywhere. I don't know about Drew Sedora because who knows what's going to happen after this divorce if they want to continue to follow that journey. So she's sort of in the gray zone right now. But then they can also bring back Portia, who is good friends with Kenya now and also with. Kim Zolciak and with Shibai Sheree. And Kim Zolciak is also good friends with Shibai Sheree. So bring back Kim, bring back Portia, Sheree, Marlo Hampton, Candy Burris, and Kenya Moore. And then drop Sanya, Sonia Richards Ross. Drew Sidora is still in the gray zone and maybe introduce one more character. But Courtney, you got to go too. Courtney's got to go. Yeah. We knew that after five minutes of her on the, on the screen. We're like, no. No, the, the thirst, you came in like quenching. Like someone needed to hand you a Gatorade really, really quick because it was just not fun. It was not pathetic. fun to watch. Yeah, it it's, was kind of pathetic. I didn't want to say like, that, but it was kind of pathetic. Courtney is one of those... It's, it's like the exact person who should not be on a reality show. I feel like I would be a Courtney. I wouldn't know what to do. I would be awkward. I would be uncomfortable. I wouldn't have drama. So I would have to like be able and it just it would it would be annoying i would be annoying and courtney is annoying so that's okay we would just be annoying together it's okay to be annoying courtney just don't be annoying on the show yeah yeah okay so we're gonna end up moving on from this you guys now before we get into the ebony k williams bethany frankel and aaron leachy of it all I wanted to bring up something that really hits home for Jason and I just because it was such a huge part of our lives. And I've seen a lot of nasty comments towards Ken and Lisa over this million-dollar lawsuit when it comes to Pump Restaurant. So if you guys aren't familiar, let me just catch you up to speed really quick. The owner, the landlord of the property where Pump Restaurant was, which, mind you, they leased this. It used to be a coffee shop with a parking lot. So they it was a it. tiny. So the the actual indoor space of Pump or what was Pump is pretty tiny. So when you see like see where it says Pump, it's this small building. It has a tiny upstairs as well. But then Pump to the right here, where you see the garden, all of that used to be a big parking lot. I actually used to park in that parking lot to grab my coffee in the morning when I used to live in West Hollywood. Great coffee. It, we were everyone was sad to see it go. It was Java Java Bean Java. Something jump, not jumping Java that's in the valley, but you know, like it was something, anyways. They bring in this whole I'm calling it janky and thrown out because it's well, gone. it was janky and thrown out, and janky Java was gone, but <laughs> they they did this, you know, and that's smart. Okay, they have this this parking lot, they have this space they can utilize. She wanted to do an outdoor concept. Um, at one point, she was even going to buy the Abbey when it's up for uh, when it was up for sale when David Cooley sold the Abbey. 
uh, but SBE bought it. Then David Cooley bought it back from SBE. So she wanted to do this outdoor space, this outdoor garden, make it sexy, sophisticated. So they did bring in all this Carrera marble and, and Jeff Lewis and her designed that bar in the back that I don't know if a lot of people know that, um, you know, the one with all the chandeliers in the back of the garden. They imported olive trees from Northern California. That was very, very expensive. So um, it's interesting, though, when you're backed into a corner by the landlord because you see the success of, let's say, the shows and Scandal, you know how well they're doing. And you know how well that place does. Pump was keeping some of the other restaurants alive, like Villa Blanca, for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just interesting when you're backed into a corner like that, but you're a smart business person. You're not going to re-sign a lease for 10 years. That's, that's, it's crazy. But the problem is, is they have the liquor license to that place. Well, also, the landlord, this is all allegedly, right? Allegedly. But apparent, allegedly, they are claiming the landlord that Ken and this landlord had an agreement that when they decided to leave pump one day, that everything would stay, including the liquor license. The liquor license fair market value is $150,000. And it's not that you can't just go buy a liquor license tomorrow. There are only X amount of liquor licenses that are handed out per mile, right? So not everybody... It's not you get a liquor license, you get a liquor (laughs) license, as long as you can pay for it. That's not how it works. It's a whole lengthy process. And unless this building comes with a liquor license because this place already has two bars, nobody is going to be interested in leasing it. It just doesn't even make sense. So this landlord is claiming that Ken agreed to hand that over when they left. And Ken is saying, no, a lot of the things that we discussed, that was all verbal. This wasn't in a written contract. That is your fault. As the landlord, everything Uh when you do business or you make these sorts of deals, you need to have everything in writing. So now if you end up getting screwed on this, I bet you that your next leaseholder will have everything in writing. Uh, Absolutely. That's how it goes. You can't, oh, you know, Ken's so nice. He's just going to leave us these trees and these liquor license and these, this beautiful marble and this imported gates and and he's not going to do that he's had 36 restaurants what makes you think he is just gonna give you and hand you all of this you know especially when you back him into a corner with a lease like that they would have stayed there you know pump was open for almost eight years Uh, restaurants in la don't even last three if they're successful you make it to five (laughs) so this had the best location in west hollywood and it brought in a crowd. It brought in a local crowd more than anything because um, all the tourists usually go to Tom Tom and Sir, and then occasionally they would like come by Pump, but it wasn't featured on the show very much, right? But when you back someone into a corner like that, that is a very smart businessman. I didn't say fair necessarily all the time businessman, but he was fair with with us, right? Well, you don't um, know of any moments of him not being just, fair it's just him being accused of not being fair right exactly so but also he's a shark right he's a smart businessman he's not going to sit there and take it you know in the face like that it's just not going to happen right right it's just not going to happen and when you back him to a corner with a 10-year lease and and the lease goes up of course they're 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 going to say thank you very much and also f you Right. And also Ken said, um, it's so crazy. When we got this place, it was a parking lot. I don't remember it having all of these olive trees that, mind you, are $100,000 a piece. And I don't remember it having this beautiful... Like the floors were insane. The bar, all of the money that went into that and these antique chandeliers, which they didn't take the chandeliers. All they yeah, took... Basically, they opened the this space up and they doubled the capacity that you could have in there, which is brilliant. It's brilliant. Let's take this parking lot and turn it into... a. Uh, you know, they were ahead of COVID, really. <laughs> yeah. And I think what was smart here, too, that they did was they were like, or I think what the thought process is behind it is we left hundreds of thousands of dollars in renovations on this place right here intact. And we expanded it. We made it worth so much more for whoever is going to rent it next. So, no, like we've already done all of that for you. We don't owe you anything else. And I think the landlord's like, not only do you, have to keep all of that there, but you also owe us the liquor license. So yes, you do. And unpaid rent. Oh, 
Good luck. Wow. May the odds That's be ever in your favor. The <laughs> landlord. Wow. Okay. We're going to move on to this next situation where I thought that this was really interesting. And I talked a little bit about it yesterday, you guys. Um, I'm going to go ahead and bring it up really quick. I'm going to bring up a photo and then I'm going to bring up what was said because... Ebony K. Williams had a few things to say about Bethany Frankel and also Aaron Leachy from The Real Housewives of New York, the reboot, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Ebony was talking about the new cast and she said, I feel completely responsible for the show being now diversified after they cast me. And yes, I was trying to throw my ring into the hat and I thought I, I, thought I had a shot on being on the new cast, but they didn't want me on the show. I think she feels like you know, they don't they didn't know what to do with her, especially after the investigation. But she did speak out on the new cast, and she is apparently not so into Aaron. She said, The reality is there is a healthy segment of Americans, no matter if you're in Florida, New York, California, Wisconsin, you pick it that supported the 45th president. We all know who that is. Mm-hmm. That is a reality. So when I see a wealthy, white-presenting Jewish woman in America, in New York City, supporting the president, that does not greatly surprise me. And she's talking about Aaron's past support of Donald Trump, which was a huge, huge topic. If I were to engage with her, I would be curious as to her why. I would have a conversation with Aaron about her value system. Let's get to it. I don't want to go to the Hamptons and eat no fucking barbecue with you, bitch. If we are not starting from a foundational place of aligned values. Yeah, see, this is where Ebony kind of lost me here. You know, um, let me tell you a story really quick, okay? I grew up in a household where one of my grandfathers, who was a two-star general, retired, uh, worked for Kennedy and was very liberal, very on that side, Jewish. On my mother's side, I'm from D.C., so I have a big political family. On my mother's side, my grandfather worked for the Reagan administration, very conservative, Mormon. So I grew up in a household where our religious background and our political background, it's just you learned to respect one another and find a common ground and stuff. And this is the I think this is the issue with Ebony. She's always pointing fingers instead of having a conversation I can tell you exactly why from having Jewish uh, relatives from I have Israeli Jewish relatives as well. Uh, not everyone agrees with one president or the, the next. I, I want to say this one in the past haven't been my favorite. Just to put it out there, that's my opinion on that. But I do have to say that every presidency has something different that it does. We have a bipartisan in- infrastructure bill happening or that happened. That's great in this administration. One of the good things to come from 45 or Donald Trump's administration was the Abraham Accord. So I tried to put myself into Aaron's shoes, who comes from an Israeli family, who is very uh, it, intertwined in, in her religion and her values and her her history, okay? And I'm thinking, okay, the Abraham Accord was really good for Israel. And she's already said this on another podcast. She doesn't support Donald Trump, but she thought he would be good for Israel. Not every president is good for Israel. All right. The Abraham Accord opens up business and normalizes relations with Arab nations like Bahrain, United Arab Emirates, where Dubai is, Sudan, Morocco. And it really does open up business and and. It's good for Israel. I think that's where she was coming from. And that's it. Now, all of this was pre, like the election was stolen, pre-January 6th. So I understand where she's coming from. I try to put her myself in her shoes. But I am a huge fan of Ebony, too. You know, she forgets she was a correspondent on Fox News. So um, sometimes I would like to question her about certain things, you know, but to to just not be a fan of someone and then say you're a white rep, a white presenting Jewish woman. But I don't even know what that means at this point. I just, it just comes off similar to Bethany. I'm not on the show anymore. So I'm upset and I don't like you. So I'm going to point fingers. And I think that's exactly why they didn't have her back because there wasn't Ebony's great at what she did before. She's eloquent. I think she's very, very smart. I love listening to her podcast. I didn't love her on the show. She wasn't fun. She wasn't enjoyable. You know, neither was Ramona. And look where they both are. 
Well, she also mentioned too, Ebony talked about the fact that she thinks it's pretty disgusting that Ramona, after the investigation, was asked to be a part of Ultimate Girls Trip, um, the Roni Legacy version, and she was not. But I think what they were trying to do, how they were trying to present Ultimate Girls Trip Roni Legacy was as some of what they're calling OGs, even though Dorinda Medley was not on the show since the very beginning. But neither was Sonia, but they are still a part of the show and they're considered some of the OGs. Just like, you know, you know, I do want to say too, I think she is responsible for the diversity in the show right now. It's something that fans have been asking for for a long time. I remember having discussions about this before Ebony was on the show when we used to cover New York Housewives and, and do recaps and stuff. And we said, how cool would it be? I remember having panelists and callers up to have people from different generations, from different boroughs in New York City, from different backgrounds, and really show real New York City. This is what we're getting. Not everyone's loving it, though. Yeah, you know what's wild, too, is I kind of... I thought the same thing because I thought that we were just showcasing a bunch of older, rich, white women, right? On uh, Who came from the Upper East Side. And I thought, sure, that's that's one part of it. But it never... When we lived in New York City, it's just like there are so many people from all over. I mean, it's it, it's really just like a... It's, it's a melting pot. It's, it's amazing. It's everything. You know, it's like a lot of a lot of New Yorkers say the universe revolves around the city. Like it revolves around New York. Like a lot of yeah. hardcore New Yorkers, and it's really interesting because different neighborhoods have different cultural aspects to them. Different neighborhoods have different offerings, and sometimes if you've been there long enough, you really do. Oh, she's from the Upper East Side. You can tell a mile away. You know, and you, you kind of get those those characteristics happening. And I'm glad we're seeing it. I think though, when it comes to New York, the Real Housewives of New York right now, I love, I I enjoy it. I know I'm not in the, in the, um, what, what am I trying to say? I'm not in the, a lot of people don't like it. Right. From what we've been seeing, the ratings haven't been that great, but we are introducing a brand new cast. And just like any first season, let's go back to Salt Lake City, which is killing it right now in season four. You need a second to get to know the ladies. You, you need a second to appreciate the things that are great and not so great. But I think there is an opportunity in season 15 of Roni to bring in maybe one or two old cast members. Maybe Ebony would be good coming back into this group. I don't know. Right? Uh, it's a different group of, of women. Maybe it would be good to bring back one of the I don't OGs. think Ebony would be great. I think Ebony has her own show now where she is a judge. And I think that that's great. And it's right up her alley. And, you know, I, I've listened to her podcast. I think Ebony is doing what Ebony should be doing. And I think that she... Like reality TV is like you have to play this game. And you have to sometimes be very cotton candy and fluffy and know that things mm. are produced. And you have to just... It's just kind of... Sometimes you have to play really dumb. And Ebony is not going to play dumb for anybody. She is a very smart woman. And she's not going to lower herself or her standards for a TV show, which makes it not great for the show because everybody else is playing the game. And I just don't think Ebony was prepared to play that game. She wasn't... She's worked way too hard for her education, her fans, everything. Yeah, I agree. I I absolutely agree with you, Adam, because she did read through the bullshit, but sometimes the show is about bullshit, right? So it's it's about playing that bullshit game. But I do have to say, you know, like what's missing right now, and I'm not trying to to get whatever. I'm not a political person. Um, My family and a lot of my friends come from very different backgrounds, right? And someone just said in the live chat too, they said diversity means diversity in politics. And I think that's okay to say. I don't agree with a lot of the choices that were made in the past administration. I don't agree with some of the choices made in this administration. I think it's okay to showcase people from different political backgrounds as well. You got to remember, we with the last election, we got stuck with, in my opinion, two people I didn't really want to vote for. But half of the country voted one way, half the country voted the other way. <laughs> so it's 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 important to respect other people and hear them out and listen to them. It's the same thing when when anything happens you know so you know she also which i thought was interesting because the rumor was that ebony k williams was going to be the next person who was um, going to be interviewed by bethany frankel for this reality reckoning and i want to read to you what she said and then play a video for you 
Um, she said it's never too late to do the right thing when it comes to Bethany trying to unionize reality stars. But she also questioned her credibility. Her words exactly were, I think when you attempt to lead a movement, an organized effort, a few things really need to be in place. Credibility being first and foremost, consistency being another. As someone who has no direct personal relationship with Bethany Frankel whatsoever, I have questions around her credibility and consistency on these issues. I think you need to be intellectually and morally honest enough to make the space for the various points of distinction in the different wrongdoings, whether it relates to wage disparity, whether it relates to irresponsible management of alcohol and drug use, any of these things. Because when you don't do service, do the service of honoring those distinct allegations and experiences of individuals, and then you attempt to be the face and voice of those varying, like egregious, horrific, traumatic wrongdoings, I think you undermine the effort. Well, speaking of Bethany Frankel, she just went on a tangent because I don't know if you guys saw, but there was a woman at TJ Maxx named Consuela. And Bethany Frankel had a bunch of used makeup, which she said wasn't used. She just opened it to do reviews or whatever the case was. And she showed up. How do you review it if it's not used? How do you how do you review it? I don't know. I can't watch just really quick. I don't mean to interrupt you, but I can't watch any more of Bethany's reviews because she gets paid by so many people right so one day she's like oh my god Olay, Olay, it's so amazing and then the next day she's like keels keels oh my gosh it's so amazing like, only use this this is amazing then the next day it's another product you know it's like roke or or number seven there's some different product right and she's like oh this is the best skincare i've ever used in my life i'm like girl this is obnoxious like it says paid sponsorship on the top of your video right so i don't right really trust any of your reviews, even if you are going to TJ Maxx and buying whatever. Well, after this, Carol Radziwell went on and said that this nonsense has got to stop. As we know, Carol and Bethany are no longer friends. And she said, I have one word for you. Hashtag white savior complex. And Bethany did a video. Here we go. Lord. And I was at TJ Maxx and the women were complimenting some of the things I bought. Oh, that's so nice. I want to get that. I wish I could afford it. So I went back there with this big bag of probably like a thousand dollars in makeup and there, they have a policy where they can't accept it. Luckily, restoration hardware doesn't have that policy. And I brought over the same bag that I got back from TJ to restoration hardware, but it's been all over the worldwide internet that I'm really cheap, which maybe I actually am because I don't waste anything. So that I'm really cheap and that, um, what is it called? White savior complex. So people like to use these really big woke words and terms like narrative and gaslighting just to act like they're really smart. Um, so I may have white savior complex because I brought perfectly good unused but opened makeup to people that I don't think would be able to buy this level of makeup on their own. So I guess I'm being canceled. What shall we all do? Thoughts and prayers. Okay. So I think Mm -hmm. also this is something that Bethany is trying to point out when you're trying to lead a movement, but then you also have videos like this coming out. It's really hard because it's not like... It's kind of like I feel... Again, back to the presidency. I think that when you are in a position... The presidency. When when you're in a position where you're trying to lead someone, something, or a group of people, I think that you're supposed to be respected. You know, I think that people should watch you and you should lead by example. I think when she's going on and being like, well, I'm canceled, (laughs) woke words, white savior complex, like when she's and she's answering these things because it reminds me of what a lot of content creators, housewives and people do is when you get attacked, it's okay, guys, it's okay. This is just, I don't know who I think I am today. Dr. Phil, maybe who knows? Um, (laughs) It's okay to take the higher road and not take the bait. Bethany is wealthy. Bethany has a beautiful life with a great fiance, and as far as we know, and a great daughter. She has a great relationship with her daughter. So she's come out on the other side from that divorce with Jason Hoppy, and she's doing the damn thing. I mean, she sold. I mean, why doesn't she start another another thing? She has so many great things with be strong like start a can't be returned and send all that stuff and and give it to someone who needs it you don't have to take it back to the store and like pack it up for consuela who can't accept it or she'll lose her job like that's not a good thing yeah 
Yeah. Very interesting. No. Very interesting. I'm, you know, I, I, the, it's the hypocrisy so much. And, and I think it was the hypocrisy kind of from Ebony kind of shouting out at, at, um, Aaron about, you know, her, her views and stuff like, cause if you don't think her way, then you must be an awful person. Right. And, and then it's the hypocrisy of it is that you worked for a very conservative, um, mainstream media news station, right? Now we have Bethany Frankel who she wants to be this leader, this reality reckoning, uh, reckoning queen and 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 change the world and change the lives of all these reality stars who signed a contract to do exactly what they're doing that is up to them it, it kind of comes off hypocritical right yeah like you said adam you want to be you want to be the person that people want to look up to a lot of people looked up to her bethany clause and and, and some of the things she says and i don't think she's wrong about a lot of things she says about certain things being implemented in nbc bravo nbc bravo does a lot of things right and they do a lot of things not right so there is room for improvement everywhere we're always improving we're always growing and we are always improving and we're always growing so hypocrisy is funny to watch for sure Ay, ay, ay. Okay. So we're <laughs> going to move on to this next thing because guys, we will be covering Summer House, especially after everything that's been going on. And the Carl Radke and Lindsay Dude, we have to. Saga has we have to. Yes, I have to mention really quick. You know, because <laughs> Captain Lee is really great friends with Carl and they sort of trauma bonded over the fact that they both lost loved ones, which is super unfortunate, but it was to addiction and overdose. And for Carl... um. This was an interesting decision for him to last minute make to walk away from his relationship with Lindsay. And if you saw Lindsay's statement, she didn't quite understand as to why. There was a lot of speculation that there was a mistress involved. There was a lot of speculation that this woman potentially had a a pregnancy. It, It was just the rumor mill was running wild. But when she put out her statement, she said, I don't understand what happened. I don't know. I don't have an answer for you. My heart is broken. And... I just, I feel like you don't just up and quit a relationship at this level. Well, Captain Lee was asked about it on his podcast and he keeps very mum. He doesn't really get into the drama, but he does give like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, kind of answers. Kind of <laughs> That's all he has to do. Yeah. It's Captain Lee. It's Captain Lee, right? He's like, this is tighter than a possum's asshole. What? Like, <laughs> like, what are you saying? I never understand what he's saying. I don't remember that one. That's the one you remembered? I don't even know if that's a real one. I think I just made it up. Or maybe it I is. really feel like that he said that. I think oh, he said that. Okay. So with this situation, um, somebody said, do you think that Carl's mom, who lost her son, do you think that maybe she convinced Carl to rethink this decision to get married because Lindsay loves to go out and have fun and loves to drink. And that is not conducive to a healthy environment for someone who is going on this sobriety journey. And Captain Lee said, I think it could be. But now everyone is saying the real issue here was just the fact that these two were going two separate ways. Lindsay Hubbard was not going to stop drinking. She was not going to stop drinking in front of him. And he really needs a sober life partner because he's enjoying the sobriety journey. And when she gets... To drinking sometimes she can become very angry or aggressive and for him that doesn't work because he's not at the same place in his life where he understands he's at the place where he's sitting down drinking water she's sitting down drinking vodka and he's like Fuck, like can we just make this stop i don't know what to do anymore it can be awkward for the other person it can be really awkward for the person who's trying to be sober the the person who's practicing sobriety and and it's it's difficult you know even sometimes when we have like a night out the next day we want to have another drink. We're like, no, we can't have another drink. That would just be ruining our week, right? So when you are on a journey like this, like Lala, I think has done a really good job at it. I have to give respect to her on Vanderpump Rules. So is Gina. And, and so is Gina. It's difficult. And if your partner isn't at least willing to set aside some of their habits or or make make a change, it's like, okay, maybe go have a drink or whatever, go out with your girls, but maybe do that not in front of me. You know, it's just too hard. It's really too hard to manage. Yeah. No, I agree. I love how right now a topic of conversation going on is everyone thinks that Jason is taller than Adam. Oh, no. I'm actually not. I'm I'm an inch shorter than Adam. Or two. Am I two? One, like five. I'm 5'10". You're six feet. That's two inches. I'm 6'1". You were not six one since when? You're not five ten. You're like five. Did someone four. stretch you with like some wires and like 
The, when did six one happen? Am I not? No, aren't you six feet? What does my driver's license say? I don't know. When I first got my driver's license, it said I think like five five or five six. I was so tiny. Yeah, I think you're still five five. I'm not five five. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, last but not least, I want to know what you guys, I, I just want predictions for everyone who's listening, everyone who's watching, or just playing it back. I want predictions. I'm going to play a video for you guys really quick and show you um, just a little update on our girl, Ariana Maddox, because we are getting ready for the mirror ball. Stop, everyone. This is Pasha. I am back for season 32 of DWTS. And right there is my partner, Ariana, the best partner on the roster. <laughs> Woohoo! Woo! Super excited to be doing Dancing with the Stars with Pasha. And I'm just really hoping to get, I don't know, a mirror ball out of this. Anything else? Good times. Great. <laughs> All right, let's get to practice. Let's do it. Okay, so I wanted to add on to this really quick. Now we have Jamie Lynn Spears, Mauricio Umansky, Ariana Maddox, which by the way, Mauricio and Ariana, both with the scandals and the breakups or the not breakups, whatever they are, Dancing with the Stars did a genius marketing PR situation by bringing them on because they just tapped into the whole Bravo fandom. And originally, which I didn't realize this, they didn't even want Mauricio. They wanted Kyle. And Kyle said, no, I'm not doing it. So then Mauricio said, you know what? I'll do it. And that's how they got Mauricio. Mauricio That's was correct. Mauricio, don't ever be somebody's second choice. Adam, I think where casting is right is over at Dancing with the Stars. They really hit the nail on the head this season for sure. I mean, you're taking the biggest scandal that everyone has been talking about. People who never watched Vanderpump Rules, let alone even Bravo, have been talking about all year. You put the main person in there. Now, with all the hype, with Morgan... Um, Wade. Uh, Why can Wade. you never I, remember Morgan name? Wallen, Morgan this, more. There's there's a ton of Morgans, you know, and they all sing the there's same two Morgans. genre of music. Isn't there? There's another one. Morgan, no. Wade, Morgan Wallen, Morgan Wade. Not Wade, but also W. I swear. I swear there's another one. <laughs> I might be making it. I'm about to call the third one Morgan. Anyway. Point. <laughs> all right. Listen, so you're taking everyone, you know, and you're bringing in, you know, Britney Spears is a big topic. Let's bring in Jamie Lynn Spears. They're doing fantastic. I haven't watched the show in so long. I actually went to the show, like season, whatever season was, was 2007. I went to the show. Um, now they're on like a lot 32. of fun in person. I know it's crazy. It's crazy. And I think it's going to be a good season. I'm going to watch just because of that. And I feel like just like Scandaval bringing a lot of new eyes. I feel like people who wouldn't really watch Dancing with the Stars might watch it just because it has some of their favorite people in it. I know that's the, that's the, recipe anyway but this year more especially for us we might be paying attention to dancing with the stars yeah yeah so let's not forget tom sandoval is now on the masked singer thank you uh, for that, that Shout that's out an easy here. one if i was a judge on the masked singer you just listened to ever's pitchy and flat and oh tom sandoval <laughs> okay renee glover i don't know if you're going to be watching that i will not be however Wait, back i ask you adam are you yeah. excited Oh, I feel like I'm just waking up. When we started this live, I was still asleep. Um, but are you excited for Winter House at all? You know, I wasn't. We've never I was been in the house. My friend Dakota, and Dakota told me that she is really excited for it. And then I see that Tom Schwartz is just being Tom Schwartz and hooking up with our below deck meds, Katie Floody. Um, so, yeah, you know, I'll be watching it. And also, I love Benny from Family Karma. There are a few people that I like. I'm just normally, for me, how many times am I going to say for me? I just personally don't love the summer house, winter house shows. Um, I will watch them. I don't really love covering them because it's very Big Brother style. And I'm like, what do we got here? Just a bunch of adults who are... I think we can like kind of wrap in uh, winter house to one of the hot, messy topics because you have so many different franchises like Below Deck, Vanderpump Rules, Family Karma, all kind of coming into this this group, Alex Propson um, from Below Deck Sailing, like you said, Benny, uh, uh, Malia White, uh, who else is coming in? It's just, it's going to be a very interesting group of people. And they all come from these shows where it's, you know, Tom Sandoval was supposed to be on it too before he got. Yep. Oof. Should be interesting. I don't know if anyone's excited for that though. I don't know. Cause some, sometimes in our chat in our community, 
not a lot of people like you are huge fans of Summer Winter House. But then a lot of people are like, Adam, why don't you cover it? Well, you know what, too, guys, I wanted to show you um, because I always talk about this, but for some things that we don't necessarily talk about all the time, we did create our second channel, which we are absolutely having so much fun with. And I'm going to show you guys real quick. Here she is up in Adam 2. She's the one with the rainbow logo. Um, <laughs> make sure you guys go over there and get subscribed. We always put all of our extra coverage over there. It's categorized, cataloged, whatever you call it. Um, and then we also put really fun polls over there all the time, like this one. Do you think that Shannon Medora will go to jail or will she get off? Um, I think that she'll get off. So I'm going to vote on that. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> so you guys could go over there and check that out. And Jason also pinned the link to the top of this chat and put it in the description of this video. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening on a podcast, it will also be in the description. So you can check out Blooming because... So great. You don't want to miss that. And I saw one last... And not, I'm not pulling a Bethany Frankel here. This is actually really good. Like, yeah. this is great. I'm not, we're not being... Imagine now you're the hypocrite? Yeah, right? I'm like, <laughs> once I get my check from Blooming, it's going in the trash. No, this thing is really, really good. We, we really enjoy it. It's been a nice addition to my skincare routine, I must say. I also want to, uh, last but not least, give a huge shout out to someone who is uh, a member of our community who feels like family. Um, TT Doll, I saw this message today where she said, Hi, y'all. I was diagnosed cancer free today. I love that. She said, I've been crying all day. Thanks for the love and prayers. It means everything to me. Bless you all. Are oh, you having Anchor Watch with Captain Sean? I love you. TT Doll, we are sending you all of the love. And that is so amazing. Go have a have a drink, have food, celebrate with somebody, and we will all be celebrating with you in our hearts. Seriously, that is incredible. That's incredible. That's a big. That's a big deal. Yeah, and Jason, you will be back for Anchor Watch, right? Yes, we'll be back for Anchor Watch tomorrow. Uh, tonight is the finale of season two of Below Deck Down Under. Of course, this has been a whirlwind season. We've actually really been enjoying covering this season. So Below Deck Med has some big shoes to feel uh, to fill when it starts next week. Um, and no, Tracy, I'm not going to use this and then go give it to someone, especially at TJ Maxx. 100. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not going to happen. But it is great. This is mine. Get yours below. It's $70 off. It, this thing is, I think that it's, it should be worth more than they're selling it because it does work. Um, but definitely check it out. TT Doll, I'm sending you all of the love. That is huge. You know, we've both had parents who uh, have gone through cancer and it's it, the uh, the most strenuous thing in the in the world. So we are sending you our love and excitement and we will do a cheers for you when when we have champagne again. <laughs> yeah. All right. All uh, right, we guys, love we love you. We will see you next time. Have a beautiful Monday. Stay safe. Don't drink and drive and don't run into Newport homes either. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And go get subscribed to Up and Adam channel too. Love you guys. Happy week. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.